Thanks for listening to the QPR podcast. Before we play the episode, we have a very small favour to ask you. We've been nominated for a football blogging award in the best podcast category, and we'd really like to win it. But to do that, we need votes. If you think we deserve the award and you'd like to vote for us, here's how you do it. The first way is via Twitter, and you can do that and find the link by going to our website at qprpod.co.uk. Scroll down to the Football Blogging Awards button, click on that, press tweet, and your vote's counted. If you don't have Twitter, you can also do it by going to west12media.co.uk slash awards. That takes you through and fill in the best podcast category. Thank you very much. Enjoy the episode. The QPR podcast is brought to you in association with PartyPoker.com. Sign up now using the bonus code QPRPOD and PartyPoker will match your initial deposit. QPR! Welcome to the QPR podcast. Older listeners may remember it as Open All Ours and going even further back, Sinton on the Dock of the Bay. Uh, my name's Chris Charles and alongside me tonight are two fellows who've appeared on all three incarnations. They are Paul Finney all right. and Chris Mendes. Hello. Uh, okay, before we begin, you can find us on Twitter at QPR Pod, Facebook under the new QPR podcast and you can also listen on SoundCloud and iTunes. So, uh, we've got a good a special guest on later, um, well, in about five minutes, actually, Neda Manua, um, but before we get him on, Paul, how's, how's Trix? You were at the game on Saturday, I bet you wish you weren't. No, I was, I was there Saturday, and um, yeah, it made a big effort to go there, shame half the team didn't. No, it was one of them things, wasn't it? I mean, you can't, the Championship's going to throw your results at that, and the good thing about the Championship, which is different from the Premier League, is that you get a chance to rectify it pretty rapidly. Got a chance Wednesday, we've got a chance Saturday, we can sort it out. It's not like you, last season when you're losing nearly all the time, and you have you look at every game, you think we're going to, we're going to get spanked. The main thing is we get that out of our system. No one really knows why Green did does. I don't think he. But fair play, he held his hands up. It's gone. We just got to forget about it. Move on. We've got to stop this kind of. Every time we win, we're going to win the World Cup mentality. All right, I know you can't win the World Cup in the Championship, but you know what I mean. We're the best, best things in sliced bread. Then we lose, we're rubbish again. And everyone starts questioning Ramsey. It's a massive change going on in the club, and we've just got to go with it for at least fifteen games to see how it's going to pan out because we don't really know how this is going to pan out. I think most QPR fans were, were, were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> this is because I was looking at the table and there's a pube on it from the last podcast, which is quite what? a bit weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> you asked me a question, I answered it honestly. Um, and <laughs> I believe you. Sort it out. Right, yeah, carry on. Yeah, I see what you mean, actually. Yeah, moving um, on. Yeah. Anyway. That's true, mate. Yeah. I think most QPR, <laughs> I think most QPR fans expected to win on Saturday. I don't know. Do you think the players maybe went into the game a little thinking. Um, I think I think it's sort of, I hate early kickoffs and we're always shouting sky anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of sky cameras, early kickoff. The atmosphere wasn't brilliant as such. It, was, it took a while to get going. Yeah, I must admit, I, first half particularly, it did seem dead. And the, and the school end, there was nobody there. I mean, I know you can sort of blame the twelve thirty kickoff and being on Sky, mm. but that just seems to me like we're a long way away from a forty thousand seat stadium. Dude, well, particularly if we're in the in the championship. But is it, uh, also, we'd been. Somebody should mention stadiums around him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
but two Sorry. people. But we'd Sorry. had three three wins on the spin, and then all of a sudden, two players are making their debut. So maybe that kind of upset the balance a little bit. Yeah, but I suppose we're going to be doing that until we find, he finds a formation he wants. I like maybe I'm thick. Well, I know I'm thick. Of course I am. <laughs> um, I just don't get this one striker at home thing. I think the championship you you have to play two strikers. We're clearly going to have to outscore teams if we're going to con- concede two goals. Up, well, yeah. that's the thing, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I, I yeah. haven't got the stats in front of me, but I mean, I, I think there's only one game where we haven't let yeah two ga- two two goals in. We've conceded league-wise. We've, we've conceded a lot of goals, probably in like top five or six in the league for how many goals we've conceded. Yeah, but um, yeah, like you say, we've just got to. If we had less people in midfield, it'd be even worse, wouldn't it? It'd be like I think six five midfield. Well, it was. I mean, at one point, if we'd have that I was mean, a joke, by the way. missed falling. Yeah, that was true. I think. Like, I'm kind of struggling with Carl Henry's role in the Championship because in the Premiership I get it he's got to shadow people he's got to force mistakes he's, I know what he's doing he knows what he's doing in the Championship when he's asked to maybe do a wee bit more with the ball it's not really happening for him so I'm just wondering we should I don't know we still see it's going to, as I say it's going to take 15 games perhaps to sort of find a right formation and in this in this league let's face it you can go on a six game cruise into the, the top six But it, because we've got players like Fur and Sandro who've just come in Back to fitness and, and back to the country, uh, Sandro. But when <laughs> but, but it was obviously when they were at their best, they've got to be in the team. But that, will that upset the balance a little bit when they come back? You still, it feels like they're going to be strugg- uh, struggling to find the you know the best side for yeah. a long time. I think Fair would be more welcome than Sandro. I don't think Sandro did that well for us. I don't remember him doing that well for us. You know, certainly. Um, He's got a lot to prove. But if we, I mean, if we've got him, we might as well play him. That's Absolutely. Probably, I mean, and and uh, presumably you, after what you've just said, you'd, you'd put him in there at the expense of Henry. No, nah, to be honest with you, the, the midfield I would play would be very different. I, I would just keep it simple. Put two, put another striker in to help Charlie out because he needs the support and just use it. I mean, we 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 played Phillips. A lot of people talk about the position we played Phillips and stuff, but we, you know, if if we if, if Phillips had to put that cross in and Perch scores a good head or whatever, then you said it's a genius idea. You know, football's so fine line between good and bad decisions sometimes, and you know, Chris is still learning his trade. Just I'm just disappointed because I didn't think Forrest were that good. If Forrest had come down and absolutely played us off the park and take on the chin, but Forrest didn't actually play that well, in my yeah. opinion. No, I agree. And, well, listen, we're going to talk more about that game in a minute. First of all, uh, we're going to speak to somebody who played in that game, Ned Manure. Hi, Nedham, how you doing? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Very good, and yourself? Yeah, very well, thank you. Always good to talk to you. Um, uh, well, we'll get straight to it. How, how was the mood in the dressing room after Saturday? Um, we're obviously a bit disappointed, but it's just one of those things. And you know, you're very unlikely to go through a whole season, you know, losing maybe one or two games stop. So, just one of those things you've got to get on with. And thankfully, we've got a game in two days time. No, absolutely. That's what we've just been saying. Actually, I mean, did how is it? When, I mean, obviously, Rob Green gets the headlines for the wrong reasons. I mean, how 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 um, do you, how do things pan out in the dressing room? Do you arm around the shoulder or just have a bit of a joke with him? No, it's, to be honest, it's, as I say, Rob's, Rob's very um, Rob's very experienced. Most of us are very experienced. You've been involved in games and situations like that before. So yeah. You don't, you know, you don't take it. You don't take it personally. You don't make it personal with someone because at the end of the day, they've not done it on purpose. Now, if, if he had, if he would have done, then maybe we would have killed him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he clearly didn't. So you can't can't be too downhearted because at the end of the day, you know when you've made a mistake, and you don't need everybody to keep telling you that you've made that mistake. It's not going to change, it, is it? 
No, absolutely. Um, and I think when it came, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you agree, but on the first half, I don't think either team were particularly at the races. But second half, the crowd sort of got a bit more involved. And after Charlie scored, it only looked like there was going to be one winner. Yeah, once he had that sense, just before the red card happened, I thought we were we were in control of the game, to be honest with you. Like, you know, they'd had a spell, but we I felt comfortable. I think everyone was on the front foot. We were pushing them back a little bit and things it, see, it felt the way it's felt in some of the games that we've won so far this season where you feel really comfortable and you think you might score two you might score three but unfortunately Rob just uh, decided he forgot to play football and just did that so never mind uh, Nedham, a lot of QPR fans expected um, some of our better players, including yourself, to leave in the transfer window. And there were reports, you know, that you turned down and moved to Norwich. Was it? Was there ever? Was there truth in that? And it was, was. Was it something that you had to think about? Um, well, there was, there was some truth in it. There was some truth in it. It wasn't. It wasn't like uh, Norwich got in contact with the club and said, you know, we we've made this offer, so we want to take it. Because QPR never never spoke to me about it. Which is something I heard through you know like a representative from QPR from uh, Norwich side yeah so you know it's just at that point there it's just anything it's not it's not proper if you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. not like a true line of communication it's not the way that things would be done so like, to say I turned it down it wasn't there wasn't really anything really concrete to turn down it was, just, it was just more an idea okay just more an idea yeah so and I think for a lot of people most of the stuff that we're reading in the press that's that was, that was our uh, transfer speculation mostly because at the end of the day you never really heard that the club had received a bid from someone and they'd been accepted did you so yeah yeah it's just it's just it's a fan it's just pure fantasy for two months which is just what everyone wants to read <laughs> um obviously you know um everyone at the club wants to be back in the premier league um how do you how do you compare this side with the one that went up um two years ago and do you think you know do you realistically believe that we, we can be in that top top two top six end of the season yeah, I believe I believe we can. I do believe we can. The squad's uh, it's not got the same experience as a few years ago, but it's it's got just the same amount of desire and there's some younger legs in there as well. You know, people are, people are getting better every week. It's not like say a few years ago. I think some people, you know, they achieved their potential and they knew where they were and they knew how to play the game. But for some for some people, they're on the way up. So the way people perform now in three months' time might be completely different, but even more beneficial to themselves and, and to the club. So you know, it's it's. Uh, is promising, you know. It's, it's, it's at the moment it's a semi-successful work in progress. So as it's, as people are getting better as players, and surely we'll be getting better as a football club as well. You know, whereas in the past you had what you had and you knew what you were going to get. But this is, yeah, this is. I think this is more pleasing on the eye to more people because it's like you can you can dream of the future instead of just you know always looking back at the past. Oh yeah, um, that was uh, Paul for the mad Irish man. Are you already keeping well? Apart from, yeah, Saturday. apart from Saturday, obviously. Yeah, apart from Saturday, but you know, I've got plenty more Saturdays to come. I think is it another ninety-five games a season or something like that. Uh, I still like <laughs> that. And, and, and if and if you when you score, if you can celebrate in front of G Block, that'd be great. Because no one ever celebrates in front of us. We're just ignored. And I think it's about time no. that someone celebrated in front of G Block. Just well, eventually, eventually. You're eventually. a good man. Got to be patient. Just got to be patient. <laughs> but going back to that was um, on Saturday when Charlie scored. He, he seemed to be reacting to something that someone said in the crowd. And yeah. made his point quite well. Can you hear everything at Loftus Road on on that pitch? It just, to be honest, it depends on how close you get to someone. From when you get too close to the sidelines and so on, you can you can hear everything that's said. Oh, I think there was one guy that was being he's basically trying to tell Charlie how to play football. So because he bought his ticket, he suddenly thought he was a specialist at it. So he's saying, yeah, you have to do this, do that, effing do this, do that, start, <laughs> start running, doing blah blah blah. 
So I think um, Charlie probably rightly so took a little bit of offence to it because the end of the day, you know, we go out into the field and we're trying to win the game. Yeah, it's, so it's quite annoying. Sitting. Whatever <laughs> club situation, as a football player, you want to win games. You want to be the best. You want to be successful. No one plays to be unsuccessful. So, you know, just I think the guy was a little bit misguided in what he was trying to say. But you know, if he feels that he provokes a reaction from Charlie, then. Yeah, more fool him because he certainly did it. it. Just made him annoyed. I think he should carry on and he gets a hat trick. He can actually go and sit in his lap or something, go and just climb up the stairs or yeah. something. I, mean, yeah. I suppose it is hard. I mean, you're always as a fan, you know, we we react to things differently, I suppose. But it just makes me feel better every time we play Chelsea. They can actually hear me, so you've made me feel quite good about that. <laughs> Not that I ever said anything wrong, of course. No, of course not. I mean, talk, no, no. T- talking about Charlie Nedham, um, it must have been a huge lift to the squad when it was confirmed that him. And Matty, when of course your good self was staying at the club. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. And um, you know, they, they started off the season pretty well as well. But the biggest thing, to be honest, was the fact that the window was closed and there's no more speculation. Mm. You know, you're not wondering who you're going to be playing with on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. You know what the squad is, and that was probably that was helpful for us. And I think it really helped. Um, just I think Matty and Charlie as well, because for as much as you know they they were doing well and they had interest in them they would like to know what's going on with them because wherever they went it's a change not just from a football perspective from a life perspective it's not like you're going to be in the same house you might not be in the same city you might have to relocate this you know these are big life decisions you know so to finally know what you're going to be doing I think that's probably probably helped them as well and now they can focus and find ahead for the for the big 97 game push to get the <laughs> Um, and and um, how are you settling into your new role as as captain? And and, and are you finding that the the newer players and the newer members of the squad are coming to you for a bit of advice? Um, so to be fair, some of some of them do, some of them do. Like I know what it's like to be to be a new player. I know what it's like to be a new player at this club as well. And yeah, as much help as you can get, the, the better it is, and the easier you can you can settle in because it is hard. There is more to it than just being out on the field on a Saturday. So. I think some people have come to me, and I and I do appreciate that. But I think some come they go they go to whoever. You know, I don't necessarily wear the armband around the training ground, although that would look pretty funny. <laughs> it's, not, it's not necessarily it's not something that I do, but yeah, I, I always try and help people anyway. But are you are you enjoying the role though as as captain? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's nice. It's different. One of the perks is the fact that you tend to play every week. You know, that's that's a big thing. <laughs> that is a fantastic thing. Yeah, but it's it's good. I think the, the players that we have, uh, you know, they're they're all really good people. You know, some people are disappointed that they're not playing. Some people are disappointed when they're not playing well or so on. But just everyone is in it together. You know, just every single last person, and they're all really good people. So you can't really. There's nothing, nothing to grumble about. No problems whatsoever. So it's the easiest captaincy job I think anyone's got in all football. <laughs> and one question I have for you. I mean, it's up to yourself. You don't have to do this, but you should get yourself out and about more. Um, this, you know, doing the, the, the um, columns and, and speaking in the press because you come across so well. And there's so many poor and uneducated myths about footballers being this and that and the other. And, and you certainly smash every stereotype about um, <laughs> modern day footballers. So. Be good to see you at the BBC website. We've been writing a few bits and pieces here now because you certainly um, prove a, a point very, very well. Well, I don't know. I don't know to be honest. Like I, you know, I, I always try. I always try and say to people that it's not simple and as black and white as it seems. But some people they aren't prepared to listen to that because of their sort of ideas about football and so on. Hmm. And they, that's what they're going to stick with, and because they've stuck with it for their entire lives, that's just all they want to believe. Like uh, just for a joke the other day, I was on social media and. Um, one of my friends is Gail Clichy and he posted a picture of himself doing some rehab or something 
and mm. some Arsenal fan was criticising him in in the post. And I was thinking, well, Gale's not been at Arsenal for three, four years now. Yeah. So I thought, let me just have a bit of fun with this guy. So I first went onto his page to see who he was. He was like 18 years old or something. And he was calling Gale like a snake, this, that, and the other. And saying, so I said, oh, no, how come you say this? You know, he's just trying to do whatever. And the person was like, no, it's because he left Arsenal. He left Arsenal <laughs> you know, for the money and all this stuff. He didn't, you know, he wasn't, it's not like he was even part of City's successful tight win side. He was just a bit part player. You know, I hate him. I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And I think to myself, so this is from three years ago. You're following, on, following him on social media. I'm thinking, why are you doing that? You're giving him all this abuse. And I said, well, to, at the end of the day, as we found out this season with QPR, and you know the clubs as well, it makes no difference if a player wants to leave because at the end of the day, it's always down to the football club. So Sterling was sold, but John Stones was not sold. Chelsea could have put in a £100 yeah. million pound bid and he was not sold. Yeah. So Gale leaving to go to Man City. Arsenal could have said no so I said it to him I lay out I think I'd, be, I'd believe it to be the perfect argument and then next thing he says yeah but he's, he's money hungry and who do you play for anyway your career's doing well and all this stuff I just thought oh my god <laughs> what, literally what chance have you got I gave him as I say I gave him all the chance told him all the stuff you need to know about football and how it actually works but still set in his own way, so yeah. I mean, sometimes it's, it's not it's not worth writing about. People <laughs> aren't interested. All, all I ask for and this is me for the season as well. Is obviously I'd, promotion. One thing, just if we score against Fulham as well, can we have a bit of a proper celebration? You know, like the um, there was one from the I don't know if you've seen it from I think it was a Japanese league where the guy pretends to bowl the whole team over. Like oh a, yeah, a, a yeah, yeah. Have you seen this, Adam? He gets no, he, he, ten pin bowling. Yeah, yeah. He's like, can we do stuff like that just to really wind Fulham up? <laughs> just just, just you know, mention the dressing room, you're captain, no pressure. Yeah, talk to yourself, fella. Yeah, just, just break any ties that we might have with any football club that we have a score against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that bit I said about you getting your own blog on the BBC? That might spoil it a bit, but what the hell, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see in time. It's unlikely, but you never know. Um, yeah, we're going to score. We're going to score. Yeah. We have to score Fulham. I've never seen a score at Fulham. <laughs> I mean, win it for them, sorry. We've got to win it for them. No pressure. No, no Go pressure at all, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Of course. Now, I was going to say, before we go, um, you know, when we when we spoke to you, I think I, I think you've been on twice. Well, it was just, this is the second just, time. It's just the second time, time. Yeah. okay. Um, but the last time you revealed that your your, your nickname on the uh, on the podcast, and, and since then... Uh, it's, it's been bit, it's it? been yeah. chanted around around the ground. I mean, that's the, 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 I mean we're quite chuffed with that. So you must be quite chuffed as well. <laughs> to be honest, it's it's funny because it, when it started to happen, I was like, oh, this is this is all right actually. Yeah, <laughs> this is cool. This is this is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm now the chief and all that stuff. But yeah, this is this is really interesting. As long as people actually remember my actual name, then so so be it. Because. You know, if I have to sign something and I'm not writing the chief and all of a sudden it freaks out, I don't know who it is. You know, that's not ideal, but yeah, the rest of it is, is pretty cool. Excellent. Well, well done for that. I mean, it's better than my nickname, which I won't repeat on her because it's a bit rude. But listen, best of luck tomorrow, mate, and, and best of luck on, on Saturday. It's a real toughie away on, on Saturday, so best of luck, fella. And, and uh, yes, hopefully we can have a good season. Whatever happens, that's all we care about is having a good season. Promotion yeah. comes and goes. As long as we have a settled club and we have the um, yeah. people like you in the dressing room, we'll be fine. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I echo that, and I mean, it, it, just before we go, it does what what does strike me that the squad seems quite together, which maybe wasn't the case in you know recent years. Yeah, people, you know, people chuck the cliches out, and when they speak to the press and say we are together and all this stuff, blah blah blah, but it's a completely different setup now. There are a lot of younger players who are out to prove themselves, 
and they know that you know you can only really do well you can only do as well as the people that are around you so instead of taking away from somebody everyone trying to give gives that little one percent extra that's going to help their teammates going to help them and then before you know it's successful be there for all of us that's really good to hear mate really good yeah, to hear all right well yeah as echo what paul said good luck um for the rest of the season and then hope we get we bounce back on wednesday yeah of course of course always a pleasure all right cheers, mate. Now. Take a care. Man. cheers now yeah. bye-bye Right. <laughs> it, it, it sounds I suppose you wouldn't expect him to say any, any less than that but it sounds like um, they're, they're moving on mm. and uh, which is good now I mean Rob Green obviously is going to be uh, is going to miss Wednesday's game his deputy didn't look that comfortable to me on Saturday um, no the second goal certainly wasn't good um, the penalty I mean it's, it's always horrible to come on and get a penalty no absolutely um, yeah I often wonder, like the substitution did, did surprise me. We took off one of our better players, and um, Luongo, yeah, yeah, and and that that surprised me a wee bit. Um, but could he have saved the penalty? No. Could no. he have saved the second goal? Yeah. It's not. I think we've always had such a, a strong tradition of goalkeepers, haven't we? Through the years, we've always had quite decent. Oh, mm. right, Bancoli and everything else. We're going to say I know all that, but. He's going to need games. It must be hard because when you've got someone like Green ahead of you, you, you obviously desperately go on the pitch and perhaps he's tried too hard and by doing so, perhaps let, let, let himself, his game plan, go down the tube a little bit because that second goal was, he could have stopped. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I but we've got to support him. I mean, then they... You know, we've of course, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I'm, I'm putting it down to nerves. I mean, the, the fact... I know you should always be prepared to come on, but what keeper really thinks they're going to come on no, exactly. I midway through a game? Exactly. I wasn't even allowed to play when everyone else was half dead. Sorry, carry on. No, but I, 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 you know, he looked nervous to me. Um, uh, he also looked quite small for a goalkeeper. I, you know, it's all relative. I'm sure he's you mean, probably um, like upwards no, or height wise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what his height. How does Phil fans really rate him? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, yeah, he's and he, he did he yeah. did get down. He, he saved one well low to his left um, after we after we gone uh, two down, two one down. So. You know, maybe it was just maybe it's a little, little blip on his count, but yeah, again, Rob Green. I know, you know, Rob so, Green received dogs abuse from quite a few people on social media. Just slightly, I know he's made, he's been prone to the odd ricket, but he's also kept us in quite a lot of games with some really good saves. So his kick is not great, it, as simple as that. It never has been. Yeah. Great, so. If Smithies plays against uh, Blackburn, pulls off, um, you know, a string of unbelievable yeah, saves yeah. and keeps a clean sheet, what happens to the keeper's place? Well, that, that, that's probably what he needs. He needs a, a good start. You know, when in first minute series around the post and then you know have an, have an evening where he, he turns into um, I, I don't know a world class goalkeeper I don't, I don't know maybe our expectations of players are too, we went through the whole thing and we have of Sanon with like we had Green and we had Cesar yeah. you know what I mean as well and it's kind of like we had these highly paired now kids are coming in what you forget in football you've got to give people a chance and you've got to give him a chance to earn his corner and I think hopefully he will because we can't really afford to have too many home defeats because that's the one thing that will make our season good or bad. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, the sort of the pattern at the moment across football seems to be there's so many away wins this season, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, and it's, all the results are just kind of skewed and unpredictable all over the place. I mean, we go 2-0 down at Wolves and everyone just assumes it's game over. Um, we, come up, we come away from that win and, and could have won a lot more convincingly. Yeah. Forest, like I say, I, you know, it, it looked to me like after a sluggish start. I mean, that was the thing. I didn't. I, it, nobody seemed really up for it. The fans, the players. I mean, everyone just seemed to a bit be, hungover. I don't know. I don't know if it's the early start. I mean, we don't generally don't do work that well. Oh, on I, think early, I think I think twelve after then twelve o'clock kickoffs and, and just ridiculously early. Stupid, stupid. Yeah, yeah. But I know you, both you guys work for TV and football and everything else. There's nothing to do about it. 
but it's just ridiculous as is us having to play Middlesbrough on a Friday night oh yeah you know yeah. It's, mm. just, it's just oh, I agree I'd rather have like a 9pm kickoff which they have in Spain and Portugal well, I Nine think what well, can you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, kick off a lot this road. <laughs> yeah, okay, Chris. Um, we'll run that by the place and see what they say. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> everyone's staying us out the Springbok or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I think overall, it's you know, it's been a topsy turvy season. But overall, I think we're we're still uh, at the beginning of the season. A, I didn't think we'd be in seventh, but obviously we didn't think we'd be keeping Charlie Austin either. But as we said earlier on, before we came on air, I mean, one win and you're up into up into the top three again, aren't you? But at the end of the day, the main thing this season was always not to get relegated. It was about the restructuring of the club, which is still going on behind the scenes, and about not going down. I mean, Wigan went down with quite a decent score, it has to be said. So yeah. it can be done once you get in that rot. The rot's been stopped. It's, 15, I keep saying it's 15, 16 games is going to tell us how the season's going to go and I guess we should finish in the playoffs and realistically with the squad we have if we keep the players up, see would you now say if we're sixth the next thing's going to be of course Newcastle sniffing around Austin today we're sixth. six million pounds is, we're yeah. not, what, that's, we wanted 15 for him yeah, we're not going to get like nine million pounds worth no. out of him until January we'll put on some we'll stupid for that. but that like is that. As, as, as the Chief just said I mean that it's, I mean, the, the, these stories just get mad that's been plucked out of thin air that six million someone said well they won't get 15 million because they won't be, I mean someone's just come up with six million to be fair Chris if, what, what's happened to us is if it was us buying the player, we'd just go in and spend the money. Yeah. But because everyone's cottoned on the idea that the contract's nearly done, they're going to kind of come in and steal him on the cheap because that's what clubs do. We didn't. We brought everyone at a high price level. Yeah. Other teams are coming in and but actually. I, but, if, yeah, if, but they also said in that article that uh, Newcastle is believed to be his first choice. Nah. And, nah, you know, surely he would have gone there before. I mean, I, I think McLaren would have, you know. Like, like, we, we don't know if they bid. I mean, like Nedham said about Norwich, I mean, you know. You, they've got a big stadium, but they're not, they're not going to uh, get to where they were. Well, anytime I, soon no exactly and, I, and as you know far as I understand I mean Charlie's obviously a big family man and, and, and you know ideally wanted to stay within the sort of London southeast area and Newcastle's about as far as you can get you know so and also his favourite florist isn't up there either <laughs> and he should remember that before he moves in nah, I mean to be honest with you I think he knows that we all know Newcastle, no one knows what's going to happen to Newcastle it's certainly a strange old club and he'd be better off just to bang the goals in for Rangers and maybe even if we go back up against day with us or get a decent move yeah, well, I certainly wouldn't begrudge him a move at the end of the season. I do think it depends. I think if if come um, January we're sort of 14th, we're not going anywhere, we're not going up, we're not going mm. down, then I think it's in the interest of everyone to sell him. I think, well, rather, like, I think he'd rather let his contract run out and just... And then and one of the bigger clubs might go in for him because yeah, there's no risk, really. And he's enti- totally entitled to do that, and, 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 and that's fine. But I, I do think if we're in the top three say and we're challenging for promotion which you know god willing we will be then i think the you know the club mm. and him have got a decision to make and hopefully they'd make the right one and he would he would stay on what nedham said as well that the club didn't want to sell despite yeah. all the press reports everything he said we yeah the difference being we didn't actually want to sell the players as well mm. so that's interesting and quite confident yeah, that's true. Because I mean, if we if we were that desperate for the money, if we were we put the fifteen million price tag on the twelve million that was bid by Leicester, which as I understand that's the only mm. firm bid, whether then then we would have accepted that surely and and, and thought well, well you know we've got him off the wage bill. But yeah. yeah, I mean before we before we go on to the the R's end, um, 
I was just going to say, do you think we've set the bar too high now? Because at the start of the season, I was with you, you know, avoid relegation. That's the main thing. I thought you were talking about the podcast. Then. Oh, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think your joke about that has killed anything a little bit bad. Oh, yeah. oh God. Oh, he's pointing to the offending That's item on the table. Balls. Uh, <laughs> funny, did you have a good holiday, Chris? Yeah, by the way? very nice. Yeah. Yeah, you, seem, <laughs> you seem very vibrant. And, uh, yeah. you're, you're not jet lagged, are you? No. No, no, okay. no. It's only in Italy. Okay. No, that's fair. <laughs> But I was going to say, have we, set, have we set the bar too high? As in, in terms of, at the start of the season, expectations for most sane people were just to stay up, consolidate. Then when we, we keep hold of Charlie, we keep hold of um, uh, the likes of Fur and Matty Phillips, the Chief. Um, people are talking about promotion. Even the players, like Matty Phillips tweeted about promotion. The Chief mm. said there that they, um, you know, that they were going for that. Uh, I, 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 is that a realistic target? I think so. If the players believe it, then why not? Yeah, they seem pretty confident they can do it. And, and uh, you rarely see teams kind of talk their chances up of, prom- of promotion when they don't believe they can do it. The thing is, as I've said before, and no one ever listens to me, and I don't believe them because I talk a lot about shade, but... In football, you take your chances and you take what football gives you. And if, if we're due to go up, we're due to go up. It's how you act when you get promotion is the big challenge to keep yeah. you know, And the last few seasons, we've massively failed. Uh, um, this time, I don't think we will. I think the, the sen- there is sensibility at last at Loftus Road, and that, that will help. I think, we'll, I think we'll, I'd think be surprised, if I'm honest, if we finish in the top two. And I think finishing in the top six will be really like quite impressive. I yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd massively take that. OK, right, well... Gentlemen, we've come to the R's end of the show. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Chris, do you want to start us off? Um, yeah, I just think it's a good, it's a really good time to be playing Blackburn because they've been pretty terrible mm. uh, recently. Um, so it's like, like Finney said earlier, um, really, it's one of those games where you, it seems like everything was going right on Saturday until right at the end and it's just kind of a crazy twist. But um, just only three days, next game, I think we'll win. Mm. Three points. Easy. First of all, I've got to apologise to Noel who came over from Brisbane to sit beside me on, on Saturday, and I feel That's sorry. A long for way that. to come to sit beside you. It was a wee bit, isn't it? Ah. I thought that. I was like, I felt really embarrassed. I felt like I should buy him something, like a house or something. So, what, so what happened? We'll be lost. Oh, uh, I see. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you didn't turn up or something, or you no, sat in there somewhere um, else. You know. I, I, yeah, anyway, um, so, <laughs> sorry about that, Chris. Um, and it was it wasn't one of the better games, but hopefully, no, you'll get over again, big man, and we'll have a proper drink up this time. One thing I have to discuss, and I don't know if you were going to discuss it, so it might be stealing your thunder. I don't know. It's about wrong Springer. Yes. Now that was on the list, but I assumed you were going to do it. So yeah, carry on. Okay. Um, you know, it's 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 sad because Terry obviously has been one of our long service employees at the club, and there's a really nice person as well and he was a lovely fella um, the family were QPR to a core his brothers I mean it's just it's just really really sad and um, it's, I just want to pass my sincere condolences to the family because um, they must be going through I know how close they were and it's, it's, just, it's a real bad loss for them so I'm no, sure we I all mean, do that as well absolutely yeah absolutely um, yeah well my one was um uh, it was just uh, I, uh, the football blogging awards um, I don't know if anyone's noticed this but uh there's, uh, there's, a, there's awards for best podcast, best bl- football blogger, best this, best that. So uh, no prizes for what I'm Seriously. suggesting. People, was that you're asking people to vote for us? Are you? Well, I was just I just noticed that um, it wasn't me. I think it's David's doing, but uh, a few people have um, Lord, have, have, have been in touch. Uh, so if you do fancy going to footballbloggingawards.co.uk, <laughs> give us a plug. Help yourself. Equal if you want to go for somebody else. No, you should vote for us yeah. because how many how many podcasts can do one from the House of Commons, for instance? Yeah. How many podcasts can have 
an Argentinian footballer saying cooking on gas yeah, I no, absolutely. There's a serious thing here. That's true. That's the last time I saw you, Paul. We were unsuccessfully trying to blag our way into the House of Commons bar, didn't we? <laughs> that was a good. I mean, and, and equally, not not because we're on it, but because Alan Johnson was really good when we spoke to him. You get arrested for filming in there, so he did well to, yeah, to yeah, do yeah, a bit yeah. of podcast. Chris was certainly tested that they're arrested. <laughs> I tell you, no, but it's it's, it's well worth a listen. He's a, he was a very interesting guy, and he certainly knows his stuff about QPR. Um, but yeah, that's all we've got for time for. So oh, yeah, vote for us. And vote for us. Yeah, yeah. there you go. We're much better than any political party. So damn, just vote for us instead. Absolutely. We could do with a new left winger though. Um, okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> Jeremy. I was waiting for your Corbyn joke. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we've been open all ours. Uh, no, we haven't. We've been the Keeping Up podcast. <laughs> Speak to you soon. Bye bye. With an apostrophe. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. UPR. This podcast is a West 12 Media and Burble Media production.